Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild well through a goal, slotting beyond Fodringham, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy, he can hit them, and he does. Oh! No! Hello, everybody. Happy deadline day. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, welcome back to New York Talk. The deadline day special. We, uh, we're here for an undetermined amount of time. Uh, <laughs> until the transfer business is done or starts. I don't know which way we're You can look at which way you want, I suppose. Um, we will also preview. We've got a game on Saturday. We've got serious business to talk about Saturday with Southampton coming to New York State. So we will, that will be in there as well. Um, I'll come on to that in a minute. Mick, dressed up for the occasion as always, representing Brother United. How are you doing? Of course, of course, I am the voice of Brother United tonight. So, uh, ask your questions, I will be only too happy to answer. Should we sack the board? No, we'll do that later. We'll do that later. Uh, <laughs> Danny, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, just got in from work. Um, let's talk deadline day and transfers if there are any tonight. There's <laughs> No, there is. There's some strong ones, apparently. Yeah, we'll see. Tom will be with us shortly. Um, for reason he isn't with us. So the first, the first hour or so is probably going to be very much a preview of Saturday. Um, mainly because we don't put a three-hour podcast out on Friday morning because nobody's going to listen to a three-hour podcast. So we'll do a, we'll do a re, do a full re- preview pre before, um, and then we'll we'll see where we get to. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll come on to all the other the few comments. You should use uh, AJ's on the edge of his seat. Martin Holland's with us. David Cornell, Darren Cook, Kevin Bobs. Loads of people with us so far. John Rell disappointed me. It doesn't have a wig. Alfie Knott says Mick looks like he's about to run down the touchline at Wembley. <laughs> we are hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, says, look at those suits and ties. You've got suits and ties from me and Mick, and then a tie and a Rotham shirt from Danny, which is... Would you excellent. expect anything less? You know what I mean? I, I don't do formal. <laughs> Fair enough. Tom asks, do we reckon we've actually signed anybody? So let's get the rumours out of the way. Um, the rumours are we've signed Rena, Rena, Rena Motor, I think, um, from Cardiff, which is kind of have just signed somebody, so I don't know if, that, if there's going to be a bit of a knock-on effect. Um, so that that's expected. I think Radio Sheffield reported is is very very close. Um, there's also the youngster from Sheffield United, who Danny's going to tell me what his name is. Hopefully, because I haven't written down the name. He's on mute. When, once when he comes off mute, he's going to tell us. What he's... <laughs> Bear with. His name is Femi Sikiki, I think Sirikiki, something like that. We'll tell it to start with. Yeah, yeah I'll do. Good enough. Um, those are the those are the strong rumours. Those are the two strongest. Um, there is obviously a strong rumour. Harry says about Lindsay. There's dominoes to fall probably today, Mick. Um, now the rumours are that Jamie Lindsay's a deal in place with Wrexham mm. for around five to six hundred k, but we're not going to let him go 
unless we can get somebody else in to replace him. No. So this all sort of hinges on the Rinomoto deal, because if he doesn't go through, we're not going to let Jamie Lindsay go. I, I think that's the domino that's going to fall for the Jamie Lindsay deal, which if any Wrexham fans are watching, that's the one they'll be watching for, really, isn't it? Yeah, you would have thought so. Um, I can't see any Wrexham fans tuning into our podcast, can you? We're uh, bigger fish to fry, aren't they, I guess? But, um, yeah, I mean, that might be the catalyst for for others. If if, if Wrexham are holding out on price, which I get, you know, given the fact that his contract's up at the end of the season, um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, it'd be a a fantastic buy for them. It'd be Mm. a big loss for us, I think. Um, You know, it, it gives us that depth in midfield, which... Um, without him, like you said, he's got to be replaced. So um, that's going to be interesting to see if that does develop on or not this evening. Yeah, we'll probably come to that later on in a bit more detail because uh, there's lots, lots to we'll dive into all these. We'll just sort of flip through to main topics sort of initially. Uh, Josh Caswell says Volks. This was again that was reported by I think the Star reported this initially. Danny, um, mm-hmm. I can't see how this would work to be honest with you. Why would Wednesday let him come to us? A direct relegation rival. I know they probably think we're done and dusted, but we are a direct relegation rival. It doesn't really make much sense to me, to be honest with you. I don't know the answer to that, Danny. Sorry, I don't want to jump in, but I do know the answer to that because they're stupid. It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? I mean, they've proved, Jan Series proved over the years how stupid he is. So, I mean, that's probably a done deal for me. Sorry, Danny. (laughs) That's all right. Just to get that in. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, I'm inclined to agree, to be fair. Um, but um, I think the initial interest from Volks appeared um, as a backup because the advertiser reported that we were interested in buyers who mm. loaned to Blackpool from Wednesday. Um, and they were looking to offload a midfielder anyway. And they've already done that with buyers. So I think it might be the case with Wednesday, either show us the money for a permanent or potentially even show them the money for a loan like you know, a loan fee. Like we've never really mm. seen that before, but um Wednesday are in the position to command that from us. Um but it just screams to me anyway, Jamie Lindsay replacement and apparently mm. um Wrexham aren't offering what we want for Lindsay. Um so that could be a case of him staying and then most midfielders that have been rumoured being dead in the water other than, you know, a backup for Tyhe. Potentially, which thinking about it, maybe could be Volks, you know, because he sort of sat a little bit deeper when he played for us, didn't he? Yeah, it, well, it's not, not a bit quite, of both, isn't it? Yeah, not quite as da- as deep as Tyhe, but can certainly, yeah. you know, swap and change where needs be. But um, yeah, Volks is an interesting one because um, you know a player that left for is he still our record fee received? Uh, until Victor leaves, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for him to come back on loan from a club that's not that much bigger than us would be quite interesting. It'd be, um, you know, a Kiefer Moore situation, to be fair. Mm. Once to, you know, left for the quote unquote bigger club and then he still come back to the club that made him famous, effectively. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens with Volks. But that was the first rumour anywhere of the window mm. that was, um, you know, solid. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Personally, I don't, I don't see it happening. I see a couple others yeah. potentially, if maybe, if he potentially maybe happening. Um, but Volks, you know, it, it um, feels like a pipe dream at this point. But we've still got yeah. what time are we on? Um, we've still got a few hours until deadline shuts. So we'll have to wait and see. Don't keep us waiting. I don't, I don't think I've got three hours worth of material to keep talking about. <laughs> uh, if you if you're a club's watching, just sign them, just announce it. Um, John does think Rinomoto or Volks would improve what we already have. Stephen Thomas all but does part of the Volks can play in defence. He can play centre-back, he can play right-back. I think he can play right-back first time around as well. So Volks definitely does give you that versatility um, that nobody else in the squad really gives us. We've not got that, that kind of versatility. But I'll be honest, I don't think that's... I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the other guy is the guy that Danny mentioned from Sheffield United, Mick. He's a right wing back. Mm. Do you? That's not going to impact Kyoso, would you think? It'd be, it'd be with Kyoso, wouldn't it? I, I see it. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? You would have thought so. Um, we know that Peter Kyoso, when he was with us before going out on loan, had, had injury problems. Um, mm. Whether that's a, 
a, a sort of a, a thing in the back of the manager's mind. I don't know um, as, as a sort of a like you say a backup or possibly a change of um, a slight change of formation at times. It offers him the opportunity to play four across the middle with a winger with an out and out wingers. Um, so uh, who knows? Who knows? It, it, you know, he's a young lad. Whether that's what you need in the heat of a relegation. I'm going to say scrappy. We're not. We're, we're almost. We're not actually got to the stage where we're in a scrap yet, have we? You know what I mean. No. We've, we've we've got a few wins to get under our belt before we can get to that point. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he sounds like an exciting player, mm. uh, but inexperienced, and that that's the kind of caveat to that, isn't it? Uh, but yeah. I don't think it would affect Peter Kioso being here. Uh, that no. I mean, unless unless something wild happens in the next two hours. Um, I don't see him, him going anywhere. Um, and I've got my fingers crossed that that's the case because he should never have gone anywhere in the first place. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Um, Nick says, Siriki, I don't know anything about him. Not much. Shiff, I've seen all, can, all we can really go through is the, is the sort of comments on X from Strip United fans who say he is a good prospect. Um, it was on, on Rochdale last season. I think, did they get relegated from League Two last year? Yes, or was it year before? Mm. So, uh, don't feel much confidence, but then, you know, we don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. Uh, Tom Case is what time does the window actually show? It's 11 o'clock. There's always that possibility it can go a bit longer. You've got to feel that form of whatever it's called. I can't remember the thing's called. There's always a potential it can go on and go on and go on. If, you've, if you can prove the deal was almost done, you can go past the 11 o'clock deadline. Um, but... It's way past my bedtime, that. You're not working tomorrow, don't worry about it. <laughs> you can drink all the beer you want and spout and spout and spout on YouTube. It's great. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's have a talk about the Southampton game, Danny. Uh, because Southampton come to New York Stadium on Saturday, who have done a little bit of business this winter, not massive amounts, but Dib Brooks um, from Bournemouth being the main one they've signed on loan. Uh, they're on a 22-game club record and beaten run, which includes us, the draw at, the draw at St Mary's in, I feel, that feels like seasons ago, to be honest with you. Um, but it does, in, does include that one. How worried are you about this, Danny? Because they they've hit their stride now with the Russ Martin, sadly. Yeah, they have. Um, it's... Um, <laughs> and they're the second-best away team... In the league as well behind Leicester yeah. um, for points one as well. So it, yeah, it, it's going to be certainly a tricky one, and that's underselling it. I think <laughs> yeah. it being a tricky one. Um, but part of it, I suppose, is what gets done today and what they, what any other players can bring to the squad as well. But as it stands, the squad that we've got, it's not too dissimilar from the squad that played at Southampton where we were able to get a draw out of it um, but it's a squad that's more defensively solid than the one that went to Southampton Yeah. Um, so it, it it's one of them games where on one hand you can see as like being defensively solid under Richardson and maybe grinding out a nil-nil draw, sneaking a goal potentially like we did at Middlesbrough but on the one hand, Southampton, with the fair bit of business that they've done, could come and spank us 5-0. You know, it's one of those sort of pendulum games where it could go one way or other. Mm. Um, but in my opinion, we're more defensively solid and we only let one goal in when we went down to St Mary's. Um, and, all right, fair enough, it took us like a wonder goal to come back level again. Mm. But... Um, with the current squad that we've got, not factoring in any arrivals, if there are any later in the evening, I could I could see us giving Southampton a game, certainly, because we seem to be better marginally at home, shall we say. Um, slightly defensively, more compact. Um, so, yeah, it's, like I say, it's one of those games where every, I think most fans will go into it expecting the worst. So if you go in expecting the worst, you might be pleasantly surprised by it. That would be my opinion anyway. I'll be pleasantly surprised if we only lose 1-0, for example. Um, but we tend to do better against teams up the top ends, barring Leicester away. So, yeah, it, I'm, I'm expecting us to 
give him a good game. It not to be a a, a free flowing game. I think we'll frustrate him and potentially sneak a result out of it. Yeah, we. Um, if you haven't watched the scouting report, we're going to have a watch of that one because we've talked to the Total Saints podcast. Um, and he said he's, uh, Alfie we spoke to, suggested that he thinks that we're in Russ Martin's head a little bit <laughs> after the game um, in, again, whenever it was. It was a game, I remember him coming out and being really frustrated that they hadn't won the game because they probably should have won the game in terms of chances. Um and if looking at, I just checked our record, we've played Russ Martin five times, we've drawn four times and beaten him once. Um, only Middlesbrough have a, have a better record against him. So there is something about these Russ Martin teams, Mick, that suit us. They, they, do, they do suit us. I mean, we saw MK Dons when Liam Manning took over from, from Russ Martin. These teams do actually suit us. I know the, the game at St. was a bit of an anomaly because of the chances they created, I suppose. But the Swans who were two games, Swans last season, they were Perfect example. I'm going to the point. They're perfect examples of how to play against a Russ Martin team for me. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, there's no doubt we're in his head, um, and rightly so as well. You know, it's all right creating all those chances. The, the whole point of the game is to take them, and you, if you don't take them, you, you don't win. Um, and that's what Russ Martin's found, found has found out when he's played us previously. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that we are. Uh, I don't like his style of football. I don't like his I don't like his ego. Um, there's, there's there's nothing there that I can see to like. So if we can go in his head, all well and good. You know he's gonna he's gonna bring his team up to to New York Stadium on Saturday, full of confidence, full of arrogance, uh, because that's the way that he likes his he likes his football in inverted commas to be played. Um, and hopefully that transfers to the players, and they they're coming up here thinking it's a, a straightforward, easy three points, and uh, and back down back down motorway. Fingers crossed. Uh, because if that's if that is the attitude they approach the game with, uh, then there is a chance that they'll lose it. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, if they come and, and and work hard and 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 play to their capabilities, it's it should be a straightforward win. But you know, like we've said many many times, um, you know, football's 50, 60, 70 percent psychological. You know, it's yeah. what goes on in your head. Um, and, and for the the American football fans or, or, or watching, if you watch both the, the championship games last week, even that sport, it's it's all in the head. Um, the two 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 teams just threw the game away because the opposition got in their heads. Um, and, and Russell Martin, for me, is is a manager who, who you can you can do that to, uh, and and that way it may well transfer into his into his players. So fingers crossed, that's what happens on Saturday. We can hope, can't we? Um, yeah, we've been, we've been. Our record, home record, is very good, Danny. It, it is very good. But the games under Liam Richardson, other than the South, other than the sorry, the Sunderland game, we haven't played that well at home under Liam Richardson. We've been better away from home, ironically. Um, but then Southampton, although they are the second best away away record, they don't have a great scoring record. I think they score they score less than less than one a game or around one a game. So. They aren't look. They're not invi- not in, uh, invincible, are they? This is a team that can be got at, but we've got to be at our best to do something. Yeah, but I think that goes for the majority of the teams of the championship this season. We have to be at our be- fully, fully best to compete with them. Um, and I think all season we've never seen Rotherham at our best. We've never really seen us completely cohesively working. Um. But, yeah, like you say, Southampton aren't invincible. They can be got at. All right, fair enough. It's only four times this season. Um, and we got the draw against them. But I think if we were to even just shadow that second half against Southampton, we could get a result out of them. Um, whilst we're at home. Yeah, you're right. Home form. I don't think deteriorated is the right word, but sort of just brought more into line with the away form with the think, average yeah we've sound like we've found like an unhappy medium i think is the best mm. way to put it yeah um but again even with that at home like we've seen some games where we've been absolutely appalling at home but we've seen some games where we've been quite good at home and got a bit lucky um i'm not saying that we should rely on luck against southampton um yeah we, we might have to don't get me wrong but <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, yeah, I think the Southampton result does depend on who we bring in and who we bed in. 
um, on the last day. I think if it's the current squads, I think everybody would be happy with the draw, potentially. But I think if we bring in, you know, maybe someone up top or someone as a centre-back, then we might want to see something a little bit more um, beneficial. But um, I think <laughs> the, the best way to describe it is just going to be an hard graft of a game. But then that's described all 28 games of our season. <laughs> and, it, you know, just an hard graft. And I think Richardson's grasped that it is a hard graft this season. Um, and whether we beat Southampton the pretty way or the ugly way or just get a draw out of it, um, <laughs> we just have to see what happens on Saturday because, let's face it, at this point now, it's just unpredictable. Even we're struggling to predict everything and we've got one out of ten right. You know, <laughs> and we're struggling to predict anything that's right as well. Mm. Yeah, uh, Tom Case says we tend to do okay against teams that are slow possession-based, move the ball slow, which again is Russ Martin's style. Uh, slow, patient, build build the play up. I suspect that will play into... Because Middlesbrough did exactly the same, mate. And we picked, mm -hmm. picked up a beat them at our place uh, and, and drew the air place. There'd be a similar... sort. Of, Southampton are a better team than Middlesbrough. Let's not yeah. mess around. They've got significantly better players. They're a Premier League team in waiting because of the players they've got. Mm -hmm. Um but we, we, you can see, you saw in Middlesbrough, the frust it doesn't take long for that frustration. If you know 20 minutes in, even 20 minutes in, if they're not getting the space they want, the frustration really does kick in. So it's about staying patient, fans staying patient as well. We, fans, fans have got to, we've, I think we've got to accept, accept that we're going to be, you know, 20% possession kind of thing Saturday. And hopefully we can stay in the game long enough. And it's going to be a nick something kind of job, isn't it, really? Um, potentially, yeah. Potentially it is. They, they, they are better than the middles, there's no doubt about it. But we, we showed at their place, you know, if you cut out that supply from down the wings, yeah. then then they, they didn't have anything else at that time of the uh, of the season. Maybe now they have. Um, so, well, yeah. It, the thing is, like we've said before, Russell Martin is one, he will be the first one to get frustrated before the players, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, asking our fans to be patient, you've you probably more chance of getting 11 signatures before 11 o'clock tonight than uh, than that happening. Um, given given the way some of the some of it's been going off this week, but uh, but yeah, I mean, get in his head, get in his head, and we will get something out of the game. I'm absolutely sure of that. If we don't, we we just sort of capitulate like we have done at home a couple of times under 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 Liam Richardson, then we'll get an absolute battering. I can't see that happening, to be perfectly honest with you. We're far more organised the bulk of the time, particularly away from home. Um, and, and it's going to be a similar tactic, I would suggest, at home against a team like Southampton, who, who, who as you said, try and play the ball around. Um, but the tactics are going to be very similar. And, you know, we, we, we've, we're proving to be quite difficult to break down now, which, which is, yeah. you know, not what we had under no, the old no. regime. No, not at all. Uh, we have the fourth member of the team tonight, Tom Ayres. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good. I've just come back from delivering the pizza to New York, and uh, they told me it's going to be a late one. There was about four about four pieces in there, and that was just for Tony. <laughs> I like the effort of the other time, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, Appreciate I literally you. just got off the train, popped it on, come straight on. Appreciate the uh, <laughs> the commitment. Thank you. Um, Alfie asked if we stream until 11. We'll stream until we get I can't believe confirmation we're done. Um, <laughs> so we sign somebody and we get in the club tweet that we're done. I'm not staying top enough for further than that. Um, <laughs> so, yes, the plan is to be here for whatever. So get thinking of some topics we can talk about when we get, if we get desperate. I've got so um, many. <laughs> <laughs> um, comment here. So Shelley asked, would you set up the same as Borough, Caffo in the same role, PK from the start in, in place of because of Bramall. Tom, is that how you... Because anybody who signed today is probably not going to be ready because they get trained. So anybody who comes to probably at bench, so you start 11s from the guys we've already got. Maybe minus Lindsay, maybe. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, same 11 that fit, quote-unquote finished the game, I'd say. Mm. <clears throat> um, um, I'd definitely start PK at right back. Yeah. Um, yes, I am on white wine. It was the only thing in the fridge, and there's no way I'm doing this sober. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Revan left wing back, um, and then three centre halves we've had all all season really. Um, oh wait, I say that 
<laughs> have we That's got some gloves? Yeah, I know. Uh, Pelts, uh, a dolphin, Pelts and yeah. Morris. Pelts didn't quite injured, did he? <clears throat> no, not from what I can remember, but he's probably got some kind of injury that he sustained at some point. <laughs> Who knows? Um, or, lo and behold, Humphreys is back. Imagine. Pop him on the bench and pop him on for the last 30 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, I'd, 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 get, I'd definitely start Klukas, been our best player the last three or four games. Um, mm. definitely, I'd, I'd start Cafu. I think he's the creative link that we've got, the only one at the minute. There are any signings, hopefully. And then Thierry in that midfield as well. Um, who else? Who was it that started in midfield against Borough? Cafu, Klukas, Thierry. No, there was one more because it was Hugo oh, by yeah, himself, really? wasn't it? Was it Lindsay? It must have been ah. the on bench, weren't it? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I'd I'd probably keep the same eleven then and, and play Hugo Cafu uh, just off Hugo, and then if that's not working, then you can use a put Nombe on for Lindsay and drop Cafu a bit deeper, something like that maybe. Or if Lindsay isn't there, then you just start Nombe from the from the off. I think. Um. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. Um, it's it's it, it'll just be a case of same formation and just put the players in that he thinks will suit the system. Because I can't imagine we're going to go forward much against Southampton, and they're obviously going to have a lot of the ball. I'm sure that you spoke at length about Russell Martin, <laughs> Mick. Um, <laughs> um, so we're not going to get the ball. We may as well sit back uh, and try and hit him on the counter. Maybe that. Screams Nombe and Hugo up top. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Who knows? I, I personally put Nombe up there, but I can see him trying to trying to trying to keep a consistent eleven, as consistent as possible. But who knows? Who knows? Hopefully by then, you know. Who knows? Maybe maybe one of these. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if we sign up, I was going to say maybe if we sign a player, maybe they come straight in. But you know, there's too many ifs and maybes for that to be the case. <laughs> so there are. A lot of ifs and babies and butts and everything else in between. Um, Harry says people are trying to hijack the the, the Sheffield United kid. That'd be quite funny, to be fair. I kind of respect that. Fair, yeah. <laughs> Gonna respect Peter Dara if if, that, if he pulls that off. Um, yeah, hold on. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. It'd be pure spite, though, wouldn't it? it? Would, yeah, he won't play. He won't play for the season. But... It's like, oh, you've recalled our right back, so we're going to sign the right back you're trying to sign. It's like rain sound noise. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's, it's 4D oh, chess from Richardson. Maybe we never wanted him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just didn't want them to take Peter, uh, PK back. <laughs> um, with the window ending in... We haven't got a countdown. We should have a countdown, shouldn't we? Right, haven't. Uh, with, the, with it ending at 11 o'clock, Mick, what are you most excited about? That we st- can stop talking about Peter Kioso or <laughs> that Victor can't leave? Because well, I mean, for me, it's pretty close because they're just two of the most frustrating topics I've ever ever heard this month. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that we're now on the first of February and Victor's still a Robin United player has to be the 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 one and only highlight of the transfer window for us so far. Um, there has been no others, so it's uh, it's also the worst. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, the fact that we managed to keep him, I mean, it gives it gives all the mourners something to moan about that we aren't taking the money. Um, but it also suggests to me that we're we're serious about trying to stop in this league, which futile as that might seem, you know, um, getting rid of getting rid of your, your, your goalkeeper in January, uh, who's an international goalkeeper, who's you know, at, at the standard that Victor's at, would have been almost tantamount to sort of saying, well, throwing towel in, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. Um, so we'll have to wait and see whether there's any other highlights. We've got to we've got what. Oh, I mean, I'm counting down the hours already. <laughs> it's only half past eight. Uh, two and a half more hours. Uh, and I ain't got pizza. I'm, I'm disappointed with that. Um, Have you not brought any biscuits or anything? I've bought myself some shortbread to just, in case we get best of All right. Is it good? I can't share them through the computer. If I'd known, I'd have made myself a pack up, mate. Uh, <laughs> but... I want to try and find a snack now. Yeah. yeah. Listen, keeping Victor's a great, a great bit of business, I think, for us. And, and the only bit of business so far. Realistically, yes. However, yeah, can I can I propose a counter question? Yeah, go for it. If if an offer comes in now for fifteen million from Victor, do you take it right now? Fifteen. Fifteen million. Probably. You'd have to, wouldn't you? 
probably and it would have to be stupid stupid money like so that. what what 10 See, to 15 or 10 plus doing, yeah 10 yeah because we, we'd have no keeper for this well you would but the, the other thing is we'd have dylan phillips and, and nat ford and that's no disrespect to them but <clears throat> you know neither are on victor's level and if we get that sort of bid uh, say half past 10 we've got no chance of getting any sort of replacement of victor's level to help us for the rest of the season so then it becomes like like you say said before Tom, that that 4d chess of do you take the offer <laughs> and take the money for the mm. summer or do you hang on and pray that something else happens mm. so peter we're looking at selling uh efron mason clark to coventry that might be irrelevant that might be completely relevant but it might not be um mm. we're just throwing rumors out there at this point <laughs> uh, i've heard clark all. harris is going to um uh, Wrexham. Is it? Is it actually? No, no clue. It's just funny to try and stir the pot. <laughs> the thing is, that, the problem is, Tom, that's believable. <laughs> it would be really good yeah. if that came um, true. Darryl Fry's <laughs> went to Peterborough. That's what. That's another one. It was? Uh, Danny back to Darryl Saturday. Fry. Oh, Remember Darryl yeah. Fry, the most useless white right back we've ever had? Oh, oh, Fisher. Fisher. Mm. You mean Fisher? Oh, he's Fisher, isn't it? Yeah, Fisher. Yeah, Dale Fry's at Borough, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's yeah. a centre half and all, isn't he? Mm. I mean, apart from that, you're having nails on there, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> wrong name, wrong position. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. No <laughs> it's been a long um, network. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long transfer window, is what it's been. Mm. Um, Danny, will you start up top to, stop on Saturday? Is it going to be a two for Hugo Nombe? Would you go Nombe because you want a bit of pace? Would you Hugo because he did very well against Borough, to be fair? Eves, Georgie, Georgie's still here. Yeah, Georgie was meant to be going to Gillingham, wasn't he? Yeah, that was a done deal a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, I, God, I, I would say uh, probably Hugo Nombe, if I'm being perfectly honest, yeah. because then you've got um, Hugo is, you know, just being Jordan Hugo, and then Nombe with the pace. Um, I've seen in the comments that Southampton like to be, you know, the more possession-based sides. Um, and if, you know, we, if we frustrate them like we have done, say, against Middlesbrough and against Blackburn as well, um, then we'd upset it and then pounce on it. And I think the combination of Hugo Nombe sort of suits that play style a bit more. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd go for those two over bringing Eves and Georgie. And as much as I want to see Georgie play as much as possible, and now Eves play as much as possible, now he's found his bit, a, a bit more of a niche that he can play into with Richardson, I would go for those two. Um, and then bring potentially Hugo off for one or other later on in the game, I think. Yeah. Are you surprised George is still here, mate? Because uh, he needs games, doesn't he? He's, he's definitely needs to play. But but we haven't got bodies, I suppose, have we? We haven't got the bodies. And, yeah, I mean, he it, 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 it can be a game-changer, can't he? Yeah. He can be a game-changer. Uh, and he's proved that a few, quite a few times. So I'm not surprised he's still here, no. Not at all, particularly given the, the, the lack of any other activity um, in, in that area of the pitch or in, in any other, for that matter. Mm. Um, so no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'd like to see him get a bit more of a chance as an impact sub, at least. 
you know, get a little bit more game time. But um, if we were going to send him out on loan, I would have done it at the beginning of the season and add him back at Christmas. That would probably have been the yeah uh, the, the the better way around. But uh, it looks like he's not going anywhere, and I'm pleased. I'm pleased, and and I'd like to see him kick on. You know, if he does stay and and we do go down, he's going to be a handful in League One. There's no doubt about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm surprised. I am surprised. I thought he'd go out and get some game time, but he's another one that's out of contract, I think, in the summer, isn't he? So, no, another he, year. He's got another year, as he will. In that case, yeah. For me, on, on Saturday, I'd be, I'd be looking at having Nombe up there with that bit of pace because not only, not only has he got that bit of pace up front, we know that he can score goals, obviously, but he, he's defensively, he's, he's far, far better than uh than Hugo, far better than Hugo defensively. Um and, and he and he it works better in that press and that press is going to be important yeah. against uh against Russell Martin's team. Mm. Yeah he is. Um John Morell wants to know what you're drinking Danny says have you got a soft drink? I have I've got um BTEC Fanta from Lidl. Is that his, is that his commercial name or <laughs> um I, I think it's called Lilt I think it's called Oh, um, but yeah, is it so? Is it Lilt or Fanta? I don't, I don't know. I just it call it Beatek Fanta. It? it should be Lilt, Tech Fanta. It looks like a tropical, uh, tropical thing. Although they might stop doing Lilt, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. They don't, they don't sell Fanta in Lidl. They sell this, and it's basically the same thing. So yeah, it, it's tropical Fanta oh. without being called tropical Fanta. So. This yeah. is going to be a long night. This is going to be a long, <laughs> long night. I didn't think we'd be getting to soft drink conversation in 34 minutes into it. I thought <laughs> I'd be um, Have you already previewed all of Southampton? or are we Nearly. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was going to say, we ran out of content really early. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wayne says, Lilt is Fanta. They oh. rebranded a few months ago. There you go. Don't egg it on. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. Don't, don't trust Wayne. But, right. yeah. Okay, so yeah. to please everybody, it's a tropical-based soft drink that I don't there know the go. name of, and it apparently is carbonated, so it's quite fizzy. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, love it. <laughs> this, this is what Sky Sports News is missing, you know. I can get you the bottle <laughs> from the kitchen if you want to see what it actually is. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> He's already gone, mate. He's already gone. No, no, I didn't actually. Oh, <laughs> oh um, yeah. Southampton game. Tom, how big is the game? Because we're nine. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're the little conversations thrown me. Um, we're nine, now nine points adrift after Huddersfield's point last week. Mm. We've got Southampton next. Leads up after that. Yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's Wednesday Wednesday play Huddersfield this weekend as well. So mm-hmm. somebody's going to pick up points. Um, where are we in this survival situation? Because it's yeah, only in February, but it looks bloody bleak. Yeah, it looks really dire. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Southampton and Leeds are, are right offs. So I think two points from that, and you and you you're, you mm. know you you take you snatch your hand off at that. Unfortunately. Um, Leeds away, especially, is a, is a tough place to go, especially with how well they're playing. Um, Southampton, at home, <laughs> um, Southampton at home, what is it, 27 games that they've gone unbeaten? So, 22, I think. Oh, 22, yeah. You know. Club record, anyway. oh, oh, maybe then, maybe we might. I thought it was 27, <laughs> there's no chance. Yeah. 22, there's a slim chance. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, they're both, they're not only both teams that are, that are going absolutely hell for leather in the championship but they are two teams who are banging form as well too good for the championship too too on form and anything more than two points and i think it's it's um yeah it's it's dreamland if if that's the case which is unfortunate um but it's the, it's the truth we would look you know i think the proper running is what is it end of march start of april Post Ipswich, in it really? We've got Ipswich on yeah. a Tuesday night in February, and after that, it's like QPR Wednesday. Or just yeah, go. I think I think we prep for then. <laughs> we we batten down the hatches. We don't we don't lose six or seven nil on, in any game, and and we kind of just prep for then, which is such a like you said bleak way of looking at it. But I can't think of any other way. It's a mm. genuine case of hoping for the best, and I, I'm not one to complain. But with the lack 
the lack of attacking options that we've been rumoured with and or have got in this transfer window just makes me think that we're just not ready going forward. Defensively, we look actually okay. Well, mm-hmm. you're always bound to concede maybe one a game, depending on championship players' mistakes. If they if they didn't make mistakes, they wouldn't be in the championship. Um, so you're always bound to concede a chance or or three a game, and usually they are taken in the championship. So to concede one a game is is fine, okay, I guess. To not score a, in a game. Um, yeah, you're you're bound to lose, obviously, Michael Owen quote. Um, but yeah, you know, the only times that we've won this season are one nil at home to Borough, where we probably didn't deserve to get anything from that game. Mm-hmm. I know that it was a good defensive performance, probably arguably didn't deserve to get anything from that game. Two nil against Coventry, we scored two goals. You know, you give yourself a bit of a buffer, and two one against Norwich, we gave ourselves a two nil head start, so to say. Mm-hmm. The only game where we scored two that I can really think of that we probably deserve more out of it was the Plymouth game, and that's just unlucky. From there, you, you're going on and you're thinking, when have we actually scored more than two goals a game? And I, I can't really think. And, and we deserve to win as well. So, hmm. you know, we've actually lost less than Southampton, um, Sunderland have this season. We've lost 14, I think, and they've lost 15. They've got four draws and we've got 10. So, I think I think I think we were doomed from early on, not not going out for. Oh yeah, someone just said the Blackburn game, the Blackburn game, mm. <laughs> um, where again it was a tight game. I think a draw was fair. Um, it's it's weird, but yeah, as as soon as you don't score one or more goals on average a game, you you're kind of looking at defeat or a draw. And unfortunately, that is all that we've done this season is is a defeat or a draw. We've got more draw. We've got one of the most draws um, Mm. record in the league, if that makes sense to anyone. I'm really tired. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) But we've only won three games and only winning three games is criminal. Absolutely criminal. And one of them we didn't even really deserve to win. So it speaks for itself. And to answer your question, no, I don't see us winning against Southampton on the the weekend. Um, just to interrupt with transfer news, Graham Bailey, who is appears to be a reasonably reasonable journo, uh, hearing that Peterborough are trying to hijack the Rotherham move for Sheffield United's Femi Siriki, ah, ah. goes into goes into reference to the Peter Kioso situation as well. <laughs> That's only because what's his face that clown of a journo jumped on uh, Paul Davis's, uh, Yeah, Swan jumped on Paul Davis's tweet about it earlier on. That's where I, I'm. I'm going to guess that's where that came from. Okay. So, what, what, did he reply to it or something? Yeah, he replied to it. Yeah. Did it? What did he yeah, put? I, I can't remember. I'll find it for you. It was very childish and very. Um, I was just about childish. to say it. It sounds like proper playground behaviour. What's going on at the minute? Like, oh, um, that's my turn on the swing. Well, actually, it's my turn on the swing. So I'm going to go and play on the seesaw, and it's actually your turn. His reply was one for PK fans to ponder. Anyway, and, and we have banter with Peterborough fans about them carrying it on when their town journalist is doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, mad, honestly, we've talked about him before, haven't we? He's just mad. Um, and anyway, so I know I found the bottle that I'm drinking, by the way. It's not um, Fanta all lilt, it's actually Freeway Tropical. So ah. So, Freeway, if you want to sponsor us, we're available. Um, it's little, but cheap. I've, yeah, I've, it, now, it, it, it's little, but under a different flag, basically. I've been, Wayne put a message on Ariel about, I've been privately messaged by Wayne demanding an apology uh, because Lilt <laughs> was taken over by Fanta and scrapped. Um, well, it's I not Lilt, why, no. I don't know why he needs, needs, needs an apology, Wayne. Um, but there you go, you've got one. That's, that weren't really an apology, were it? Um, no, well, it's not Lilt, it's freeway, so anyway, yeah, yeah but Lilt, does, Lilt on its own doesn't exist anymore, I think. It's Lilt's it's... ghost, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, mixed buzzing about this, aren't you? Oh, mate, I'm telling you now, I can see viewing figures flying up as you, as you speak. <laughs> this is top quality content. <laughs> um, this one on the important topics, it's like it's on off transfer topic with Donna says, What song do we pick as the anthem? Now, this is again, we'll talk about the upsetting people again, but this has um, been brilliant, hasn't it? This has made my weakness. <laughs> um, so, 
if anybody's missed this, I was a club of trying to get because they've obviously been poor for the certainly this season and part of last season as well. They're trying to get um trying to get it going before before the kickoff, I think, is, is the idea behind it. Uh, something we've actually talked about before, I think, on this podcast. We've suggested yeah, strong yeah. sort of walkout songs kind of thing. Um, and they've narrowed it down to John from Rotherham, Millermen, either old or new version. Uh, what's the Cliff Richards one that you mentioned, Mick? I, I don't want to talk about Cliff Richard. I don't think we should be mentioning Cliff Richard at all in the name of in the in the in the same breath as a football anything. It's anyway, the Bachelor Boy song, isn't it? It's Bachelor Boy. And know, there was a fourth one as well. Song. I can't remember the fourth Drop, one. Was. Dropped me off, weren't they? So we dropped me off. Miller Men, Bachelor Boy. There were four, weren't there? New York, New York, I guess. A New York, New York. Yes, there was. Yes. Um, I have voted for Miller Men, the new version, because it just it's tailor made. It's tailor made to uh, get it on a minute or two before the players start to come out, and as the players come out, encourage people to get in early, getting 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 get a couple of minutes early. You know where this this you know you see it on on the continent where they're all the scarves, holding the scarves or banners or whatever you want. I just, I just like the idea of that. Uh, Mick, what what are your thoughts? And what did you pick? The funniest part of all this 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 week has been when the club tweeted it out asking for people to vote. All the usual suspects piled on about the fact that we hadn't um, we hadn't signed anybody and everything else. And then the same usual suspects then proceeded to argue with each other about what song they wanted. It was just it was it was hilarious. It was like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you anyway? Um, I, I, I vote for Drop Me Off in Rotherham. Um, I, I don't like I don't like any association with Cliff Richard whatsoever. If that song would be used, it needs to be completely rehashed with the correct words, which are the words that we sing at, at New York Stadium, not the ones that that clown sang. Uh, I don't like it. I mean, I like the, the, the our version of it, but it needs to be rehashed. Other than that, I would hate to have to have that blaring out over the speakers. It's just, I mean, blows my mind. Um, Millerman, I don't like. I know you don't. I, I mean, I know that I know I know Lee's done an, an updated version of it, which for me is is a better version than the original. Uh, but it sounds like a novelty song. Mm. It's a novelty song that for me, and 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 that's not what it's about. You know, it's not about that at all. Um, it's it's about trying to create an atmosphere and a bit of pride and, and everything else and all that. Sounds like it's it's it, it's a playground song. For me, um, and I'm not convinced it was ever written, and I might be wrong on this. I don't know. Um, of its time, when it was when it first first done in, well, I don't know, the early '80s, I think. I'm not sure, late '70s, whatever. You know, that was a kind of thing that that, that was popular. Um, I don't think it is anymore, and it doesn't it doesn't instill any form of pride in me whatsoever. Um, Drop me off is not a it's not a football song, but there are certain parts of it that that could be utilised. Um, and 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 the song is about our town, and it and it, it's about our town and, and some pride in our town. Um, so that's why I voted for that one. New York, New York. It's never taken off. I, I I get it. I understand it. I understand why they did it, but it's never really taken off. Um, I mean, you talk about obviously the continent. We went when we went to Hammerby. There, the song that they use is an old folk song, isn't it? Mm. Um, I haven't got a clue what the words are. Despite trying to learn, them. but but the atmosphere that that creates is something else. Mm. But it's the it's the continent and it and things things work differently there. But again, that's another song that's all about pride in your environment and pride about your, 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 the where you are. All the other three that we talked about on that list don't, other than drop me off in Rotherham, don't give me any sort of buzz. At all about the club and about the town, so that's 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 my take on it. Are you, are you sure they're allowed to use "Drop Me Off in Rotherham"? <clears throat> I thought it was your guys' anthem. <laughs> <laughs> we'd obviously, we'd obviously have to have a point for that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, sure, you get a little bit of hush money. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure you can work something out. Um, what did you pick? Did you vote, Tom? I didn't. No, I haven't had a chance. I've been busy this week, but um, I, I I don't know. It's not. <clears throat> I I, th I think the say should go down to people who turn up every week. And I'll be honest, I don't. I live 
far away. I don't, you know, I turn up for the occasional game. Um, I, I watch it on TV and that's about it. Um, so I think it should be left out more to the people who are actually going to be there, season ticket holders. Um, and I'll admit I'm not one. Um, so yeah, if it was one though, I would pick. It's a new, it's a new song. I agree with me. The drop me off is <clears throat> probably the probably the best choice. Um, it's just a, a, a town spirit, I guess. You need something that, hey, if ever if nobody knows it. I'm assuming a lot of people know it, but if, if nobody knows it, you know, if there's fans around going, what the hell is this? They get to know it, and that's kind of mm-hmm. nice. And then it comes from something. It comes from nothing to something. I'd, <laughs> everyone's comparing it to Liverpool, you know, with the scarves and everything. Yeah. But even that um, Jamie Webster's LA, 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 nobody would have known that before he released it. And then a couple people jumped on the bandwagon before you knew it. It was their anthem. I know it's not actually their anthem, but it was sung... Mm in bars in pubs in whatever and it's just nice to know that there's a um <clears throat> there'll be a, there'll be a good sense of community there where it's your song and your song alone uh, nobody else can change the lyrics to it nobody else can say that's not about you that's about us and whatnot so yeah it's nice yeah it's it would be nice but uh, like i said i didn't vote i was i've been busy and, and i think it should go down to the people who are there week in week out their choice because mm. it's their their culture <clears throat> mm. danny yeah, I voted and I went for Drop Me Off in Rotherham. It um, just seems the more natural so- choice because I think um, New York, New York's had its day, personally, I think. Um, yeah. The best way to describe it is the novelty's worn off with it. You know, it's like, ooh, shiny new stadium, you know, ooh, New York Stadium, New York, you know, fancy nature, nice coming together. But now that we've been there for over 10 years, it's sort of like, you know, it's not the new stadium that it was anymore. There are newer stadiums now. Um, and we need something that's a bit more um, sort, of, sort of fitting with the town. And Drop Me Off in Rotherham is that because, you know, I, I won't repeat the lyrics completely, but um, the original lyrics are more fitting with the town. And even the newer lyrics, it's, you know, sort of in keeping with the direction that it's going. Um, I think Miller Men, both Matilda version and the newer version, whilst good songs in their own right, um, aren't in keeping with the modern vibe of football, the very much an 80s vibe to football. Um, and to be honest with the other one, I just haven't heard it because I'm not really a music listener. <laughs> um, so I've gone for John Muffin Rotherham, and uh, I think it'll just be uh, an uplifting thing for all the fans like we're all from Rotherham we're all Rotherham fans and we're getting back behind the team on a Saturday afternoon or a Tuesday evening so yeah that's why I went for it do we think this is the right time to introduce it bearing in mind the season that we're having and the the half apathy that everybody not everybody half apathy that a section of the fan base are feeling towards the club at the minute I'm not convinced it's the best time to bring it in. I might be wrong. I, 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 I would love to be wrong, but I'm not sure the timing's right for it, to be honest with you. I think the atmosphere has dropped and dropped and dropped this season, um, more so than, than than any other season that I can remember. Um, even, even the bad seasons, you know, the atmosphere has been better. Uh, I don't know whether that's just a sign of the times or, or, or what it is, but the club are obviously looking to try and do something. To, to, to just up the noise a little bit, up the noise levels. And and I, I don't want to hear about the players on the pitch need to give us something to cheer about. You know, that's just, don't, don't give me that. Um, it, it, it's, they're just trying do you, to do something, aren't they? Do you think that impacts it, though? Like, you have to be completely honest, it does impact. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> what, the, the fact that, there's, that what's going on on the pitch is no good? Well, yeah. not, um, yeah, that and yeah. the style of play. Listen, I get the fact that it does impact it, mm. but you know, you can't have it both ways. Mm. You know, you can't, you, you, you can't. So the if, if you're a supporter, you're a supporter. Support the club, you know. And and mm. and we all know as supporters who've been going for long enough that if 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 you get behind the team, it will up their performance. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, <clears throat> it's all right saying, "Well, they've got to give me some at first. That's mm. not the way life works, is it? You know? No, I no, I agree. I think I think yeah, I agree. I think if you start off strong and you start off like you're saying, put the performances on the pitch to the side, start off strong, and then if the performance on the pitch doesn't match it, then I think it's kind of valid if people drop. Yeah, that's how most things work. Yeah. It? It, it's gone the other way now, hasn't it? And again, I don't yeah, understand I whether that's a sign of the times or, or what it is. 
you know, everything starts off quiet and slow. And then when we get a, you know, when, when Sam Klukas knocks somebody off at pitch, you know, all of a sudden the crowd get up, you know, and, and, mm. and, and, and it lifts the game. It, it should be the other way around, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, a people mentioned sort of, uh, Shelley said it's too slow. And Skylar said you want something a bit more upbeat. You see from other clubs' songs, it doesn't necessarily need you. Not you don't want people jumping around and going crazy. Mm. And for it's, it's it's just about building. The, it's it's a bit of building up before kickoff and setting the scene. Is not the right phrase, but you know what I'm trying to say. No, I agree. Mm. I, I think I think "Drop Me Off in Rotherham" wouldn't be the song to um, bring us out before the teams come out for sure. I think it would be like one of the starting songs just to get everyone just a little bit uplifted and then potentially going to Stone Rose as well to walk out, for example. Um, but um, yeah, Drop Me For Rotherham is just a nice like bass setter, I think. That's the best way to describe it. It, it sets the tone of the day. I think. Okay, I'm gonna, as soon as you know they're walking out, get, get, on, get, on, get on Big Town, get words on screen. As they come out, the entire no, thing don't get words out. on the screen. I think well, they would... start, they start where you probably don't need to, <clears throat> yeah, just because you know, anyway, anyway, yeah, we might come I, back I, to I this. Disagree with that. I think it should be the last thing that's played before kickoff. The opening okay. lines are drop me off and then get, get some other stuff on before it, you know, like, like you said, we, we had, we, we had um, uh, the cult, um, she sells sanctuary that they walked out to. It's a, it's a, it's a banging song, you know, it, it creates an atmosphere. We've not got that anymore. Um, I, I did notice somebody mentioned on um, on uh, on Twitter about "Do I Love You," which we had at um, at uh, Don Valley. Fantastic! Get it? Just get it anyway. <laughs> Getting Sorry. excited, thinking about it. Yeah, I'll just make playlist out. Come on. <laughs> a few people mentioned the PA system as well. Which is not perfect. Uh, a few people mentioned the PA guy as well. Uh, bless him. Um, yeah, uh, we have. Mike says, "Come on, lads, let's have some ref bashings, please." No more. <laughs> All right, Mike, just for you. Um, referee for Saturday is Sonny Gill. Uh, I think pretty certain this is the first time he's refereed. He may, may have been fourth official once or twice, uh, but certainly his first time refereeing has come up through the system over the last couple of years. He's he's been knocking around. I don't have anything to add on him. Because he hasn't refed us, uh, we can bash him if you want. Does anybody want to want to slag him off for for referees? Us? Yeah, no. I hope I hope he can. I hope he went to spec savers. Is that? Yeah, is that what he meant to say this? I don't, I don't know. Um. So what we'll do there? This is. I will take a prediction, and then we'll end the re, the Southampton re preview. And then, because I'm just so I know when to cut the podcast. We've still got we've still got two hours, then we we've got two hours. We've got hang on, what time? We've got two hours and three minutes, Tom. <laughs> oh, mum, do we have, mum, do we have any whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh Christ! Uh, so <laughs> prediction time. Uh, Alfie from the Total Saints podcast went two 0 Southampton, as you probably expect. Um, mm. Mick, yours is easy. Two on to the Millers. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Uh, uh, Tom, uh, one, 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 one. Don't Tom's going for the points today rather than just going for the bother and win. You know how I went for the points last week, well, last time, and I was like, Borough win, and then we didn't somehow. Yeah, yeah. Borough, uh, well, yeah, no, you know what? Yeah, 2 0 Southampton because then we'll win, huh? All right, okay. No, 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 one, 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 okay. Scribble yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny, what do you reckon? Why come to me last? Um, well, I ain't done me yet, so technically, you're not last. Oh, yeah, fair. So um, last is easier, isn't it? And if it come to you first, you won't be still want to vote out, so yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> um, that's very true. Um, not sod it, one nil to us. Why not? Oh. One nil to the Millers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna steal Tom. I'm gonna one one. Oh, be original. I... No, I'm gonna go nil nil. Oh, oh God, be better. <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet. Can you imagine a clean sheet at home to respond in Southampton? His head will explode. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've got to think about. Um, I yes, see. Yeah, uh, I see. Says five nil to them. <laughs> um, one nil to us. So does Power. So does Power Mad. Harry says four to Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike the Miller. Mike the Miller's normally doesn't go this, but he's put two one on the basis what we mostly do decent against top teams. Yeah, yeah. 
Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Pace says 2 0 to them. Kazza mm-hmm. says 3 1 to them. Reg 2 0 to the Millers. Scott 3 2 to Saints. Uh, John S 1 1. John Merrill 4 0. Uh, CJ says 2 2 or 3 1. Uh, it's cheating, but we'll go on. We'll let you have on. It's going to be a four goal thriller, but either a draw or Southampton yeah. winning, right? So. Basically. We either uh, score freezing... last minute or concede last minute, is what he's trying to say. Mm. Freezing Fury has cracked out the whiskey early. says 5 1 to the Millers. <laughs> oh, um, God. Imagine. Steve 2 1 to the Millers, Nick Leeson 3 1. Tom Case is a boring 1 1. And Rotherham, you on Twitter, on X, I should say, it's 2 1 to the Millers. If it's 1 1, does that mean it's boring? Don't know. I, think we, I think if we score, I think it's. I, I, I think we don't score. <laughs> I think you can Often. be pretty sure that the bulk of the game is going to be extremely boring with Southampton passing it between centre halves, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's that's that. We do we do know that we we can expect that, and maybe that should get crowd up booing that. I don't know, you know, mm. booing them passing it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, just so you're going to cut in here for all your audio listeners, we are cutting off for you. If you're watching YouTube, stay on. But if you're watching on audio and on oh. pod, listen, listen oh. to the podcast, oh, Carlisle signed Kelly on a permanent. On a permanent, wow, that's right. news. Well then, all your listeners, wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, well, I'll be honest with you. Georgie Kelly goes to go into Carlisle on a permanent deal is an absolute. That's a shock! shock. Wow. Uh, yeah. We were talking about this and that literally, basically, an hour ago, Mick. Uh, yeah. Does George need to go out on loan? Does he need to play some minutes? Does he need to get game oof. time? And he's off. He's off in a permanent deal to League One. George, he joins Josh Coyote uh, in League One. Um, that's a shock, an absolute shock. That one came out of nowhere. That didn't it? That came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, yeah. Well, good luck to Georgie. Good luck to him. You know, um, I'm I'm disappointed. I can't say I'm not. Uh, I, I absolutely love him. However, he needs to be playing full time. He needs to be playing first yeah. team football, uh, yeah. and obviously that's what he's going to get when he goes up to Carlisle. So uh, disappointed with that. I'll be honest. For him, that's <laughs> an amazing deal, though. First and um, foremost, for him, that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. it is. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, he needed that. Uh, he needed to go. And, and it's, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll have to see what that, what that means for us. Um, you know, we've, well, we've, we've got Talaji Ball has gone out, Kieran McGuckin's gone out on loan, George is gone. So, you know, the options are becoming less and less. So, um, you would hope that there's going to be something that will instigate or might mean that there's somebody coming in in that, in that area. We'll have to wait and see. But, um, yeah, disappointing it's permanent, absolutely. Yeah. Don't like that. No, I don't, don't like it. I'm actually shook by that. Jesus Christ. That, yeah, it's... Um... Yeah, I'll see what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not right, lads. It's not often that I'm speechless on anything, but I'm actually speechless that George is gone. Like, well, just wow. Sounds like he went a couple days ago as well. Yeah, there's pictures of him already in the Carlisle shirt. He's um, coming. He's coming into us with a slight niggle in his calf, which has meant he's missed a few days of training this week. That could hint that he's been with them for past week, maybe. Or it means that he hasn't trained with us for the past week. Make mm. of that what you will. Yeah. Uh, there's no there's no rumours of fees. If anything comes up in terms of rumours of fees, we'll, we'll obviously go through that. Um, yeah, anyway, as I was saying... Enough obviously... year deal as well, fair play. <laughs> Um, Can we all take five minutes just to process and then... <laughs> yeah, you take a minute. I'll just say goodbye to the audio listeners. So if you're listening on iTunes and Spotify, this is the end of that part. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes and Spotify and give us a five-star rating. Thank you all for listening on iTunes and Spotify. Up the millers. Um, if you're on YouTube, stay as you are. Let's go through some comments because... Um, Mom, can I have some of your gin? Um, <laughs> you need stronger stuff than that, Danny. Uh <laughs> Harvey Kellick says three strikers. It needs to be yellow. Freezer um, uh, Fury says he's, he wasn't animated near good enough for the championship. Yeah. We'll give us all, give us a talk about. Um, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Nick says wish him all the best. He'll do a great in league one playing football. CJ says we need a striker. Um, Harry says he might cry. Powerman says the worst day ever. Um, <laughs> he just says wow. Um, Sean H says Kelly on a loan, yes, but not a permanent. 
Um, Nick says, really shocked at that. I thought it would be great in League One. Um, underscores fee, as Scott Kent says. Um, it's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. Oh. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 